This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. I want to thank you for joining us today. We got a special show today. We are live on location at the Father Matters headquarters. And we have a special group of men here today who agreed to come on in. We just wanted to do a little open mic. And and one of the things that I really wanted to do, because we get many, many calls and emails from around the country, men feel like what they're going through, they are the only ones going through it. And I appreciate you guys coming in so we can talk, you know, talk about this, chop it up a little bit. Because one, I want to let everybody out there know that you're not alone. You're not the only one going through it. And then especially with the men here in this group, we all went to the Father Matters workshop and I kind of hand selected you five or six to say, come on back and let's uh, talk, finish talking about some of the stuff that we were talking about in the workshop, but stuff that you couldn't really unpack. I know a lot of us had questions, but a group of people in there and everybody wants to talk and time go by so fast. So I'm not going to use no names, but I appreciate you guys because you're going to be opening up and sharing some real deep issues. And you said for yourself, hey man, if it can help somebody else, if I can stop somebody else from going through this, let me know when we got to do this. And you guys all stepped up, committed, showed up. And I appreciate that. Ain't no script. We're just going to open it up a little bit and uh, just get into this and just let people know out there. We got a lot of women that listen to the Father Matter Show who has brothers going through this, have, have boyfriends or husbands dealing with stuff with ex-spouses and just we're all going through this stuff. So we're just going to open it up, man, and go around and just uh, share a little bit what's going on, man, and, and, and talk a little bit about your situation. Cool. Um, like as of something I learned today. As of anything, um, like I said, um, I just got out, you know, a couple of weeks ago of prison. And uh, um, like you were saying, Vance, uh, like uh, if you don't have a future, then you're going back to the, then you go back to your past. You know what I mean? Period. And that's like like what I like what we talked about, like a dog returning to his old vomit. So if you don't have if you don't have goals, if you don't have expectations of yourself, then then you're always going to go back to the same to the same routine, you know, and, and being here. And, and listening to other people in, in almost some of the same situations or different situations, it kind of benefited me um, in a lot of ways because it kind of opened me, opened myself up, you know. And, and like I said, coming out of prison, just coming out of prison and, and having a step go through this with my with my daughters and then uh, at the same time being on probation, getting a job and getting a place so I can have my daughters and doing the drug tests and coming to class and then they working. And, you know, it, it's kind of overwhelming. It's really overwhelming. And uh but um, I know I'm capable of doing it. You just got to be strong and, and, and keep focused. And, uh, and uh, I'm a man of faith and I'm a man of religion myself. So that's a plus for me, you know. So, um, I mean, just, just being strong and, uh, and, and not letting your weaknesses be a factor, you know. Share a little bit with us what you were sharing in the, in, in the workshop when you were saying how your kids was getting taken, sent to California, Texas. Tell us a little bit about your situation. Oh, well, well, currently my daughters are in Texas right now. And, um, well, the first time their mother got them taken away in, in California, I was out and, um, I was consistent with them. I did everything that they said to do. I, I complied with everything. Um, I got my daughters back, took, uh, their mother to court here in Arizona, actually, which I thought it was going to do me good. And then, so I knew I was going to, going to prison for a little while. So, uh, I took her to court and, um, uh, she ended up going to Texas. She was doing really well. She went with her mother. She works in corrections, um, you know. But um, she ended up getting back on drugs. And um, I was in prison while they, she got them taken away. So 
when I came out, I'm going through the same thing twice as hard. Now it's twice as hard. Now it's just making it twice as hard because now I just got out of prison and I got another son from a different mother. But I've always taken care of my son. He's nine years old, and I've always taken care of my son. I pay child support on my son. I've always been there for my son. I go to his games. I pick him up. We do everything together. It's my son. So me being in prison doesn't define me as a man or, or a person. That doesn't, and it never will be. I do, and I just got to show it and prove it, and that's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. So right now you're going through all the process, parenting classes, all the stuff they're asking you to do. How, how are you maintaining all this, man? Uh, family. Family support and, and faith, man. Honestly, family support and faith. And because and, and I love my kids, man, and I'm willing to do whatever, anything, whatever, anything. When was the last time you seen your girls? Uh, it's been about nine months. Actually, it's longer, longer, honestly. Actually, probably like a year and a half, man, now that I think about it. Yeah. I just recently ta- spoke to them last week, last Tuesday, and uh, I'm going to say like six months. So... And then and it, it's kind of harsh because I, I see my son every day pretty much. I mean, take him to school. I go to his games, and he misses his sisters, and I see my son. So, And it's just, it's just like I don't got my daughters, man, you know, and I know they miss their brother, and, my bro- and their brother misses them, you know. So it's just, it's just that much harder, but it's just that much more motivating for me because I ain't a quitter, man. I ain't never quit at anything, and, and I'm strong, so, uh, you know. Were the girls happy to— talk to you and, and, and how often are you going to be able to talk to them? What, what's the process right now? What are we waiting on for you guys to connect? A year and a half is a long time not to see your baby girls. Yes. Um, I, I can only talk to speak to them once a week uh, and it was uh, actually yesterday on Tuesdays but they were sick and I had to call them because I know if they didn't call me and I want to talk to my daughters anyways so I was calling them and calling them and, and then they, she finally called me back. She texted me today actually in, in the class and uh, that's why I went to the restroom so I could tell her, you know, I was just concerned about my daughters. You know, I want to speak to them. I only get to speak to them once a month. I mean, once a week. And just even that little time, they get excited and they want to come home. And they miss they miss their nana and their tata and they miss, you know, their uncles and their tias. But I got a good family support. And, and my sister-in-law, she's actually doing a lot for me while I was in prison just in case if I do get my rights taken away. I mean, I did nothing for them to but, but go to prison to get my daughters taken away. But my sister... And my brother, they, they're doing everything. If if I do get my rights taken away, they go to them for adoption, period. So they've went through all, they've been through it just as much as I have with me, going through everything, the house assessment. I mean, the adoption thing. I mean, everything, everything, everything. You know what I mean? So I got a good family support system that's that's there. You know, so, I mean, it's a, I'm going to say it's not a win-lose situation because even if I don't get them, but I'm going to do everything that I, everything that they ask me to do. I'm, I'm going to give them no reason not to, you know, but if, if 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 it's not enough, and that's a worry for me, because you know what I mean. What if I told my sister, what if everything I do, what if it's not enough? What if it's not enough for them? You know what I mean. But um, at least I go to my sister and my brother-in-law. So I mean, that's a plus, I guess. And thank you for sharing that, man. Because we got all different situations of what we're going through as fathers, and what we're trying to do to be the best fathers. And you had a pretty good testimony to share with us, man. Give us a little bit about what happened, where you're at, and where you're going. Well, the first thing is uh, when I uh, started seeing that there was uh, some neglect and abuse going on with my children, I took it seriously. Um, I had the Department of Child Safety involved, but I was too scared to even speak due to uh, uh, her family as well as uh, tribal uh, officials uh, threatening me that if I let anything out that they can come and remove the kids because they're involved with the tribe, that they're enrolled and they're members of the tribe, even though that they're uh, states of, or residents of uh, the current state that we're in. Um, not only that, it was, you know, after a little bit, 
uh, documenting everything. I did go and file the divorce. Uh, even though she wasn't prepared uh, for the kids, they still gave her joint custody. She had absolutely nothing in her house for the kids, no cribs, no toddler beds, no clothes, no, no nothing. Um, then it, you know, there was concerns of the significant other that she had where he was abusive towards her and he was aggressive towards my children and it was said by their own grandmother that he was that way. So I proceeded in court to, you know, because I've also received photographs uh, that show a type of um, sexual conduct with my daughter, submitted those to the court as well to, as to sheriffs and I get pretty much told I have no voice and that it's just um, a joke pretty much that oh, look what I can do, and it's just a photo. Even though there is uh, certain details that show, you know, it wasn't just a photo. It was on purpose. It was sent directly to my phone. And, uh, you know, they still place the kids uh, as joint custody. Uh, the, the mother, since she's Native, she was trying to say that there was ICWA. The judge actually said there's no ICWA during divorce unless the state's involved. Two weeks. Now, when you say ICWA, what is that? ICWA is uh, Indian Child Welfare Act. It's where uh, there's a United States code where there's peace treaties with sovereign nations uh, that, uh, such as tribes, where if there's a removal of a child, that they uh, that the tribe steps in and they have more control over the child to make sure that the child goes either back to a uh, what they call it is the Indian Indian family, but what they don't understand is part of the the legal terms of Indian family doesn't mean you have to be a native parent. You don't have to be. Uh, Indian at all. I'm technically, as a father of those children, I am part of the Indian family. And the only way that they can say anything is if the Indian family is completely broken, but I'm still part of the Indian family because I'm a father. So when you came to the workshop, Father Matters workshop, and a lot of the topics and a lot of stuff that we talked about, what did you take away from the workshop in your current situation? In my current situation is, uh, I mean, there's a lot of hearsay. There's a lot of false allegations. Right, but what did you take away from the Father Matters workshop? Um, where I can let some of the stuff go, just go work on anything to do for, for my kids, focus on them. It's about the kids. It's not about the previous relationship. It's only about them. And to stand strong, you do what you need to do for your children, no matter what it takes, no matter what services they, they provide for you, you do it. Uh, make sure you apply it to your life because if you don't apply it, you're just learning and letting it go through one ear and out the other. And as long as you apply it and you keep it and you show your kids and your kids can learn from that and you keep the trend going. And you said there were some false allegations in your case. and you Unpack that a little bit. Absolutely. There, there's been uh, several domestic violence uh, allegations. There, those were put the rest in family court, but in juvenile court, uh, hearsay is allowed. So no matter what is said in court, they could believe one person or the other, even without evidence, until you take it back in the family court. So as being a father uh, with the juvenile court system, is they, they do tend to look at the, the mother a lot more, and especially when it comes to ICWA cases, is uh, they tend to play around until people step in and uh, show that they're very, very serious and that it's children. And as, especially with all the research that I've done now, um, you know, it, it's an industry where there's a lot of money involved, but it's not about the money to me. It's about my children, them being happy, uh, you know, with, with uh, me as well as uh, anybody else that is, you know, involved with them. 
You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Van Sims, and my guests today are some special men from uh, Father Matters Workshop, sharing their hearts, sharing what they've been through, sharing what they're going through, because uh, like I always share with them, I shared with them at the workshops, we get emails and calls from all over the country, and men at times feel like that you are the only person going through this stuff, and it's like you're not. And by sharing your hearts, what you're going through, you know, if we can help, just like you guys told me, man, if we can help somebody else, man, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Tell us a little bit about your situation. Um, well, um, I have two young kids who are f- four and five and um, from different moms. Um, you know, I went through the court system through, uh, with them. I, I got them on child support. I, I made sure that, you know, they're my priority. Um, two years after that, I met uh, you know a young lady who had two kids, and um, you know after three months of uh, dating, we decided to get to get married. <clears throat> and so I I flew her into California. We decided to do it all together. You know I had I had a lot of things a lot of things going for myself. You know I had a job. I had you know a, a lot of goals. You know I was very driven. So I said, man, I can I can take care of this. I can take care of her and her kids and my kids. You know, and she was all for it. You know she came over. Um, you know, right off the bat, we had we had a lot of problems right off the bat. Um, she had a lot of insecurities. Um, you know, I didn't want her to get involved with my kids' moms because I had just gotten out of the court system, and I didn't want any more drama. So, um, you know, she 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 felt resentful, you know, bitter, and and so you know, uh, we started going to church. The church was telling me, you know, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, you know, and. You know, and and I and so I did. You know, I I kind of put myself aside and started trying everything I could to to show her that you know, hey, I'm here. You know, uh, I'm here for you. And so I did, but um, it was it was hard for about a year or so. You know, she started going back home. I mean, it was on and off for about seven seven times. You know, uh, she she she's from Arizona, so she start, she uh, she had her parents come pick her up like seven times. You know, in that first year of t- living together. It was crazy. Um, she ended up just deciding to stay in Arizona. We had a separation period about six months. You know, um, the church was telling me, man, you gotta, you just gotta do every, you just gotta drop yourself and go, go win her over, go, uh, go, uh, you know, go tell her that you know she's number one and all this stuff. And so it was hard for me because I had to, you know, drop my kids. You know, and my kids mean a lot to me. And so uh, that's what I did. You know, it's, after six months, you know, after praying and all this, you know, hard thinking about it. I decided to do what the church was telling me to do, you know. So, and then it, my whole family was like, "What are you doing? You're, you're stupid. You're, you know this and that." Well, I'm just doing what I gotta do, you know. So I, I, I ended up coming to Arizona, and so, um, you know, three months period, man. Uh, we never could have talked about my kids, you know. She, she didn't want to deal with my kids or how we're we gonna do this together. How we're we gonna, you know, uh, do a new schedule for my kids, you know. And that was, that was killing me inside, you know. So, um. It was on and off again for three months, and um, she ended up she put the divorce in, you know, and it was, it was a bunch of games, you know, and so um, I went back and you know I just had it. I signed the papers. She, now she's pregnant, and um, you know I uh, we're waiting for the divorce to be finalized, and so uh, I'm here today because um, you know I just I need to get back on track and I need to get myself together and um, and just just trying to just focus on my kids, you know, and, and just move on from there, you know. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Van Sims, and today we just listen to the hearts of men sharing some real deep 
issues and stories and stuff that we get from the phone calls and emails. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. We need your help so we can continue on providing services and, 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 and partner with us. Uh, for more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. If you're just tuning in, you can catch, I'm sorry, if, you, if you're just tuning into the show, you can catch the Father Matters show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. And you was there at the workshop and um, share a little bit about your situation. Well, my situation is kind of different. You know, I had a, I mean, I just got out of prison four weeks ago myself. And, you know, I lost three and a half years of both of my daughter's lives. And as to going to prison three weeks before I turned myself in, um, my first baby mama to my first 12 year, my daughter is 12 years old. Her mom passed away. So, you know, besides having to lose her mom, she lost her dad, too, for three and a half years. And while I was incarcerated, my second baby mama had my second daughter. She was pregnant while I was out on bonds. And so, I mean, my my life experience is just, you know, don't... I'm just, out of all this, you know, I have learned not to take, I mean take things or for granted or or how can I say um and try to be a better person and you know try to move forward and um not live in the past no more you know live in the present and and try to do everything right and now coming to this class today I mean I came because I was court ordered and that was making me realize you know I can take this knowledge to become a better father better husband son and now, you know, I just came in wanting to take this class because I need this, this certificate. But now it, was, it gave me a whole nother, you know, outlook. I, yeah, outlook to uh, wanting to take more classes and, and get involved more into the program. And maybe I can help other people, too, along the way. So, I mean, if I can tell, you know, other fathers out there to before, you know, think before you act, you know, before, you know, doing whatever it is you have on your mind that's not, you know what I mean, going to benefit you in the end or get you in prison or, you know, it's just lost time, you know, being in prison. And, you know, our kids need us, you know, we're their future. And, you know, without us, you know, who else is going to lead them? So. And you and your daughter, you working on? getting that relationship tighter with your 12-year-old daughter right now. We was talking about that importance of how she's a little cold to you, but she's starting to understand now what we talked about, what she may be experiencing. Yeah, like as you told me, you know, earlier, she's just, you know, overwhelmed. So she's expecting that old person to come back, you know, to his old ways and the way I was before. So right now it's just, you know, action speaks louder than words. So I'm just trying to prove to her that I'm not that person anymore and you know hopefully you know these classes you know show me to be a better person you know and take that knowledge and you know feed off that knowledge to her too so 
Real good, real good. And then you you you've been here before. Slide on up a little bit. You was at a Father Matters workshop last year, I think. Uh, share a little bit what's going on, man. Well, I'm glad you came back. So, uh, but share a little bit about your situation and where you're at today. Okay, um, I got a three year old daughter um, with my baby mama. It's my first daughter, and um, my baby mama is little. She likes to lie, so um, I'm having to deal with this situation with her. Um, because DCS got involved with the abuse. She abused my kid and then sent her to the daycare. So the daycare ended up calling DCS in, to get involved. And then she's been lying about situations um, between each other and then with the kid as well. So I would say, like, at least stay organized, you know, with all your paperwork. Like, that stuff helps out. Um, but just going back and forth, um, in and out of court and then just trying to move on and you know find purpose again because when you're with somebody for like four years and you think you got plans and then they just disappear you kind of are stuck in a place where okay now what and then like you're there with your child every day and then they just get taken from you what like now what and you're like upset and then, but everybody looks at you like you're aggressive or you're not in the right state of mind. What's wrong with you? Just let it go. It's like, man, that's four years of my life. And then it just changed. And you didn't have any control of it. So I come here, I'm like, man, where can I get support? Where can I get resources? This is a place to come, um, you know, and really get rejuvenated and remind myself that you know, <clears throat> this has already been done, you know, by other people and they've made it and and have set examples and, and you know, blazed the trail for, like, us coming through, uh, I guess, younger generation or new fathers coming up. So um, let's listen, pay attention, and then turn around and give back because, you know, there's somebody else in the next generation that's going to need us. For what a lot of us talked about in the workshop and what some of us are going through does anybody have any regrets and what what would that be that what would be that regret um i regret not not um you know not you know if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody else uh you got to take your time you know you know court the person get to know them about you know get to know their their tendencies and all this stuff because uh for the i think for the first three months you know they they like to show you know somebody that there's somebody else you know and um but um just take your time when you're trying to court with people uh and always choose your kids no matter what no matter what uh your kids always come first you know and you're saying that from experience because you was told to basically don't focus on your children. Focus on your your wife. And where did that get you? It, it it's just like on a, on a never ending road. Like I feel like I was not getting getting anywhere with that. You know, um, you know, uh, just just lost time and uh, quality time with my family, with my kids, and and all that. You know. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to. Share a little bit, Sean. Go ahead, real quick. The other thing is, is uh, 
that I want to say that I would regret is actually trying to fight the system because it turns around and it bites you and they use it against you that they're that you fight the system so uh the the other way is to make sure if you do take action take action uh before it gets to the situation where your kids can be removed or taken out of your care because if not then they will and they absolutely will hold you liable for what happens with your children and say that you are part of it so as coming from a father's perspective, if you have the chance to do it, don't hesitate. Don't hesitate to go into court and file for actions. Um, don't be afraid. Uh, don't let attorneys also, t- you know, tell you that you can't do it by yourself because you can. Um, there, there are ways you just need to educate yourself. And sometimes it might be better to educate yourself while you're going through it instead of waiting for an attorney to educate you because uh, they're you do need to know community resources for everything for your kids and especially when it comes to you know for their medical welfare as well as um you know anything else in their life thank you great great information very powerful great information from all you guys i feel you i appreciate you thank you because you touched somebody who's listening to this show you've touched someone who's going to forward this show to a brother-in-law a brother a cousin a friend that's going through some of these same situations so i'm going to thank you guys for joining me and thank you listeners for tuning into the father matters show send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org thank you to my engineer jeremy siegel and we're going to see you next week at the same time same place have a safe week thank you and god bless